Let me give you some information about God. God likes to watch. He's a prankster. Think about it. He gives man instincts. He gives you this extraordinary gift. And then what does he do? I swear, for his own amusement, his own private cosmic gag reel, he sets the rules in opposition. It's the goof of all time. Look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste, don't swallow. <laughs> and while you're jumping from one foot to the next, what is he doing? He's laughing. He's sick. He's a tight ass. He's a sadist. He's an absentee landlord. Worship that? Never. And I'm Will Leggeter, and welcome to today's podcast. That that was a very, it was a very strong um, Al Pacino impression, actually. Halfway through, you slipped into the captain from, uh, the pirate from Captain Phillips. But, well, uh, look at me, I am the captain. I am the captain now. I am the captain. Why did you pick me? Um, yeah, um, oddly enough, Captain Phillips, next week's episode. No, I'm kidding. Uh, very much <laughs> we'll do a Captain Phillips. <laughs> um, but we're not doing Captain Phillips. We are doing... Uh, take it away, Will. Introduce oh, this. I, I, I'd love to. <laughs> um, it's a great season opener. We're doing... <laughs> the Devil's Advocate. Did you forget? <laughs> a young attorney has the chance of a lifetime. Milton Chadwick Waters, we want you to come to New York. All expenses, first class, travel and lodging, you and your wife. Oh my God. He will enter a place of wealth and ambition. We've got 40 partners vested at the moment. In addition to our corporate clients, we're currently representing about 25 foreign countries. He's got you scheduled for 15 minutes, so make the most of it. John Milton. Kevin Lomax. Well, what's that like? One day you're putting them away, next day you're setting them free. Takes a little getting used to. Pays better, though, doesn't it? Welcome to Babylon, Ma. Speak of the devil. <laughs> a world of power and seduction. Who's that with the senator? Controlled by one man. <laughs> Just forgot what we were doing. <laughs> uh, 1997, directed by Taylor Hackford. Who's Taylor Hackford's famous wife? Um... The the lady from Titanic. Misery. No, no. Helen Mirren. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Taylor <laughs> Hatford, great. Directed um, Ray. This. Uh, <laughs> we've not done it. You haven't seen it, but it's it's come up more than once. Proof of life. <laughs> um, <laughs> It keeps coming up for some reason. Um, he also directed the wonderful Dolores Claiborne, which I should have mentioned on when we were talking about best King adaptations, because that is mm. fantastic. It's Kathy Bates, it's Christopher Plummer, it's Spacey, it's Jennifer Jason Lee, it's David Strathairn. It's a really good film, very good film, Dolores Claiborne. Um, but we're not talking about any of those films. <laughs> thank, thank God. We're talking about the devil's advocate. I swear he can hear us. Hell, he can smell us. He will make your dreams come true. Want to come upstairs and... No. He will grant your fondest wish. I'm just warming my hands on your talent. You know what I see? I see the future of this law firm. 
He knows your greatest fear. Milton is into everything. Arms brokering, chemical weapons, toxic waste, money laundering for the Eastern Bloc. I mean, it goes on and on. I don't like it here, Kevin. And he knows the price of your soul. Let's make a beef. Who are you? Oh, I have so many names. I'm here on the ground with my nose in it since the whole thing began. God likes to watch. He's an absentee landlord. Keanu Reeves. He's always been there. I know that now. Al Pacino. As God sleeps late, we will win. A movie so incredibly rewatchable, so astoundingly hilarious, so wickedly perverse. It, it astounds me every time. Um, the movie follows uh, Keanu Reeves as Kevin Lomax, who is um, headhunted uh, by Milton Chadwick Waters, a law firm, and ooh, there's something a bit off about the guy who runs the place. <laughs> Here's my first question. Is the devil thing supposed to be a twist? Um, see, the thing it's, is... it's neither a major part. It's never, they never like, it's no. not, I don't know. It's not like, Silence, let's say Silence of the Lambs, where you know who Buffalo Bill is. It's not a twist when she shows up at his house. They play a bit like a twist when he's revealed as the devil. Yeah. I, I think it, it kind of, they got carried away because in a way that the writing itself, the, the lines, it's very poetic in the way that it, it talks a lot about heaven and hell and it tries to weave that in all the way through. Is this the first time anybody has ever called the writing of this film poetic? Uh, <laughs> well, it's true. Are you going to say it's subtle next? <laughs> it's it's all of those things and mortal. <laughs> also, chicken or the egg? What came first? Did somebody say, I want to make a movie called The Devil's Advocate? Or did somebody write this? For, well, it's not. It's a book. I cannot believe that this is a book. I would have definitely thought. It's a um, book? It's a book. and um, But I never, I, I didn't know it was a book until I did the research. So unfortunately, I didn't get to read it for Tom's book corner. Um, this is one of this. I remember this was one of the first films where we were talking, and we were like, "Oh, you like Devil's Advocate?" Because up until that point, I hadn't met anybody who liked Devil's Advocate. Really? And well, no, I was just like, finally, I get to quote all these absurd <laughs> lines that, for some reason, I know all of <laughs> word by word. Let's jump to YouTube comments. Let's see who agrees with us. Underrated masterpiece, period. Pacino should got should have got nominated for an Oscar for this performance, in my opinion. Hmm. I don't know if I don't know if when people talk about the big Pacino travesty, I don't know if they're talking about a devil's advocate. Um typewriter. Um Tax-free in all Islamic nations. Come and see Allah. 
Is that a promotion? Is it? A I don't know how that relates. Advertise? To no. I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued too. I don't like. Yeah. yeah. Al Pacino's overacting is scary. Charlie's Theron's perm is scarier. <laughs> Keanu was so smoking hot in this movie, almost impossible to keep your wits about you when he's on screen. Oh. I mean, I can't. I mean, everybody's opinion subjective. I don't know if... Hmm. Is he smoking hot? I Not say with that accent. <laughs> baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> I forgot you got to be here long enough to knock me up. Oh, baby. <laughs> My sister told me I watched some pretty crazy movies when I was a kid that I probably shouldn't have. One of them, she said, was Devil's Advocate, when you were like two. Ha ha ha. With a name like that and Keanu Reeves, I had to check it out. Blown away. Absolutely amazing on so many levels. Feeling my emotional intelligence brimming after watching this masterpiece. Uh, um, I didn't even know this had anything to do with God, religion, Satan, etc., I thought it had to do with personal morals versus ethics. What the hell? I mean, the clue's in the title. <laughs> the devil is a liar. It's, it's, it's confirmed right here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, do you remember the first time you saw Devil's Advocate? Yes. Um, it it was, oh. I want to say during my sort of end of secondary school era, um, we were watching it as a family. Uh, <laughs> um, we all sat around to watch Devil's Hand. Just We just did that. To watch another, Keanu Reeves a, suck the toe of a red-headed <laughs> Dutch woman. It's a, another one of those... Um, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday dinner on your lap films that my family have a lot. Uh, and we all sat down, watched it, watched about halfway through, got to about 11 o'clock and we're like, mm, should be getting to bed now, shouldn't you? Oh, yeah, all right. But I was so, in, so intrigued. So intrigued. I, Is he the I, devil or not? <laughs> we got about halfway, just, just um, after like the big party where he's like, oh, you, you should, you hurt back. Oh, Donald um, Trump was here. <laughs> oh, um, That's age four. I, I, I liked it so much. I I ran upstairs with glee. Um, I downloaded um, an app where you could watch live TV channels, and I watched the rest of the movie in bed. I mean, who wouldn't? I this was a you know where my movie watching was half an hour every morning with my cereal, and so I would tape lots of movies, and then. Um, they would be like very quiet and I would miss lots of things. And then I would only realize lots of plot points when I bought the DVD. Um, and yeah, no, this was, this was one of them. And I was like, this is great. And I think over the years, I've grown a slight guilty pleasure aspect to it. But when I was a kid, I was like, this is the, this is the best movie ever made. It's like Tim Burton, but cause I love Tim Burton. And I think I, I still do those. I, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I liked everything Tim Burton, but um, I'd say those solid six, let's say. Uh, but Charlie, um, yes, yeah. 
I'd know those teeth. <laughs> Do you know why he's doing a Michael Jackson impression? No. All because I know it is was that... supposed to be Michael Jackson. That was the original casting. Really? Michael oh, Jackson no. was supposed to do a whole album of music for the Charlie the Trigger movie. I mean, and, it's bad enough doing the impression. Uh, that would have scarred me for life, Michael. And then apparently <laughs> some, some of the music on his later albums is like <laughs> re-lyricked. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory music, but he's never really, never said which one, and he never will. <laughs> um, go on, to Michael Jackson quiz. Do you know what other roles he wanted? Um, I've heard of a few. I can't remember what. He wanted to be in Men in Black as a real agent, not just that little cameo. Yeah. And he also wanted to play Ralph Fiennes' role in Red Dragon, the murderous... Tooth fairy, Francis Dollarhide. I am the Red Dragon, and you will worship me. Um, wonderful film. Uh, Tooth fairy, also be... a great film. That's the double. Dwayne, bill. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> we'll do a double bill. Well, we'll do Red Dragon, and then we'll say, and we've got a double bill, and everybody will think it's Manhunter, the original Red Dragon, and then it'll actually be Dwayne Johnson's. Um, <laughs> <Too theory. laughs> um, yeah, no, and yeah, Ma Michael, bloody Michael, he's <laughs> silly boy. Oh, Michael, <laughs> quiz question What are the two times he's come up on the podcast so far? Um, the bad music video, three. True. <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, I made a human nature joke. If they say why, why? And Scary Movie 3. Mm. Of course. Um, let's jump into it. Best 10 minute stretch. <laughs> um, for me, it's, it's the reveal. It's that whole speech. Whole half an hour. Whole half an hour. <laughs> one act play. Pacino. It, it just goes full Pacino mode. <laughs> These, this is just an example of, uh, I'll, I'll jump best line. These are just an example of some of the insane things he says in this crazy, uh, in this crazy monologue. Who are you? Oh, I have so many names. Satan. Come there. Is just one example. Here's another. Here's probably my personal favourite. And this is jumping the gun on um, uh, favourite part. Uh, Tom's favourite part of the film. God damn it! Oh. What did you do to my wife? Well, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. 10 being the most depraved act of sexual theater known to man, one being your average Friday night run through at the Lomax's household, I'd say, not to be a modest, Marianne and I got it on about. Have I? Go see. Al, Al, can you say that again just without that weird cartoon lisp? No, no, no. Uh, this, <laughs> that's the joke. 
this is a 20 minute scene where Al Pacino, his main thrust is for his son and daughter to have sex in front of him. I know he's the devil, but still. <laughs> I don't, it, it baffles, I know that this, like, this is 97. It baffles me that this movie actually got made. Um, this I'm glad insane, it did. Oh, I'm very glad it did. But this, <laughs> is, an, this is a movie where our hero, mm. the first scene... Yeah, is... Gets a yeah, pedophile yeah. off on court. He we, we should specify um, by that we mean he, <laughs> well, he's <yeah>. <laughs> acquitting him. Um. And then um, <laughs> he, yeah. And so he verbally abuses this poor child. And I don't know if <laughs> that's a solid enough theory uh, to, to win the trial. I mean, obviously, he gets his. He, get, he comes back at the end, and he does right. Uh, but still, we have to, like we def, we enemy and and because he has no, uh, like he has no qualms about getting this pedophile acquitted. He starts having the moral issues with Alexandra Cullen killing killing his maid and. Um, wife and two kids that's that's the that's the overline um and then you've got the goat subplot as well this is a movie yeah. that spends 10 minutes on a goat a sacrificial goat case <laughs> is does it feel its length um halfway through it gets a bit mm. i'd say it's the goat the goat Are stuff I think it's good, but it's not needed, but it's just a nice extra, isn't it? Well, yeah, no, I like it all. I play yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, I like, I mean, it, it's got the Goodfellas thing. of I like the first hour more where it's like everybody's happy. I I feel Charlie's going mental in every scene and it's, just, it's really tough to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but once she's dead and you've just got Al Pacino singing Frank Sinatra. This is revolution, Kevin. Viva la causa. It happened in Monterey a long time ago. Forget about him. I met her in This is about us. In old Mexico. Stars and still guitars and luscious lips as red as wine. Kevin, you don't know how hard it's been for me to wait for you. It happened in Monterey. Also, her her death scene, that's that's a that's strange. I think it's worse the fact that um Keanu Reeves is just hammering the door down going, meh, meh, meh. And Deborah Monk won't give two shits. Pam. She just stands there. I mean, I know she's the de she's like the devil's she, helper she, or whatever. Yeah, but she don't care. Because <laughs> and then she goes, "Oh yeah, here, don't worry, he'll sort it all out for you." And you've got the empty block. <laughs> um, I'd say you could also throw in the party scene. I like the party scene a lot. Uh, that's um, where he says. Um, 
um, he's telling to Peter Avak, he's like, people are pretending not to look at us, that they probably think we're fucking. <laughs> it's great. Do you remember, Will, how he describes a, a woman's body? I, I cannot. I have it. Please enlighten me. I have oh, it. Dear. A woman's shoulders are the front lines of her mystique, and her neck, if she's alive, thanks to the specification, has all the mystery of a border town, a no man's land in that battle between the mind and the body. The worst vice is advice. <laughs> Hair advice is another one of my Tom's uh, favorite bands in the film. I just think it's really nice. Like, is, it, do, is it good advice? I I prefer the perm. I think she looks better in the first half. I, I like the perm. Maybe it's because she's not crying and going like <laughs> mental in the, with the perm. But yeah, no, I, I think she looks better in the first half. Especially not in the church, where she's got a match blanket around her. Uh, he did this to me! <laughs> um... Tom's weirdly specific favourite parts of the film. I mean, these are just, I'd say, they're obvious to us because we've watched it so many times and we quote these things constantly. I mean, it's without a shadow of a doubt, it's um, Kevin uh, walking into uh, Pacino's room for the first <laughs> time. Pacino is speaking Japanese uh, on, on the, on, on with the phone. The, with the wonderful Jeffrey Jones. Yes, this is our <laughs> second uh, Jeffrey Jones film, a real life pedophile. Um, who, uh, yeah, so that's an, I'll we I'll use that same change again. Of um, <laughs> my change is that in real life, uh, Jeffrey Jones wasn't a sex criminal. Uh, yeah, no. So he, he comes in and he goes, "Oh, uh, where does he? Is there another room?" He goes, oh, no, 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 it's just this one. Well, where's the bed? He doesn't have one. Oh, no, sorry, where does he sleep? Who says he sleeps? Well, where does he fuck? Everywhere! <laughs> Is there more to it? Just this room. And a bedroom? Nope. No bedroom. Where's he sleep? Who says he sleeps? Where does he fuck? Everywhere! <laughs> the amount of lines in this film that he then follows with either a quick ha or a double ha <laughs> <laughs> He's having so much fun on set, isn't he? It's, it? it's great <laughs> to watch. The prime <laughs> example of this is the holy water scene where he's just mugging to camera and he just goes, oh, oh. <laughs> you could do, I would watch 10 minutes of Al Pacino <laughs> as the devil, John Milton, mocking stained glass Jesuses and going, oh, eh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, when he's in the flamenca bar and he just gets the blonde woman to go to the table. <laughs> and then Keanu's, ah, oh, let him off. <laughs> Keanu just laughs it off. This is in the middle of a very crowded restaurant. Oh, my goodness, tell me no. Okay, so 
And also, is as much as is the devil, he does pick. He he does, you know, he's trying to seduce Keanu with all these women. The two women that he gives to Keanu aren't as good as the blonde woman on his arm. <laughs> um, hair advice. Then, cut me, cut me, cut me. You got that fire. You got that power. <laughs> Anger. That's the final thing to go. That's the final big leap. Um, what else, you know, something that, you know, very important when you're trying to um, make the Antichrist and it'll definitely, you know, turn somebody on is to inform um, Keanu, she's ovulating. She's ovulating. And he points, points to her vagina as if he doesn't know where ovulation uh, takes place. Uh, Pacino singing Sinatra. Most of these are in that final 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> why don't why didn't Pacino why don't Pacino still does Broadway work why don't they turn this into a play and have Pacino do John Milton again and just do these do these insane monologues and paragraphs and paragraphs of lines um, and then Vanity my favourite sin you First thing. Bye, Larry. Vanity. Definitely my favorite sin. Also, isn't it obvious to pick sympathy for the devil? And you're saying the rest of the film isn't? <laughs> <laughs> like, of the two Stone songs, yeah. surely you would pick the one with devil in the title. <laughs> Maybe this is where they were like, no, that's too on the nose. Uh, the rest of the film. Uh, Will's more general favorite parts of the film. I I like that uh, the vanity bit. Um, I like the the bit where he compares himself having sex uh, to a Trojan army. That's that's a great a uh, great simile. Let's jump in again. I've got it right here. <laughs> here we go. Maybe the best monologue Al Pacino has ever delivered. In his, in his history, uh, on film. There's this beautiful girl, just fucked me 40 ways from Sunday. We're done. She's walking to the bathroom. She's trying to walk. Hey. She turns. She looks. It's me. Not the Trojan army just fucked her. Little old me. There's this beautiful girl, just fucked me. 40 ways from Sunday. We're done. She's walking to the bathroom. She's trying to walk. She turns. <laughs> she looks. It's me. Not the Trojan army just fucked her. Little old me. She has this look on her face like, how the hell did that happen? 
I'm the hand of Mona Lisa's skirt. I'm a surprise, Kevin. They don't see me coming. She has this look on her face like, how the hell did that happen? I'm the hand of Mona Lisa's skirt. <laughs> I'm a surprise, Kevin. They never see me coming. That's what you're missing. And then let me show you the <laughs> let me show you the quickest way around New York. Subways. As if he's the only guy who's realized that the quickest way is around New York. I buy subway. Um Will's more general oh sorry, go on, keep shooting. Uh, I will. Um yeah, know what? That that I forgot that like leads straight on to Mona Lisa. That's great. That's a great little scene when they're just walking through the street. And then um, he goes, There's a chicken. Place tic tac toe never loses. <laughs> like you. And then the uh, Asian guy goes, Ah, I don't like you. He, he joins in. <laughs> it's great stuff. Keep going, Will. Keep going. I, I, like, I like when he first meets John, John Milton. I, I like how quickly we meet him. It doesn't, it doesn't, we, we're they straight don't hold into back. that. That, 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 yeah, that, that is my biggest relief with this film. Because I think the film is not worse. Yeah, no, worse could be used. He's less good when Pacino is not on screen. I, I'm very happy mm. that it's not a Silence of the Lambs situation and he's only on for like 16 minutes. Yeah. And that we do he, um, get a 20-minute final scene. Yeah, I know. Um, he took a pay cut, didn't he? Just to get Al Pacino on, on set. Who, who wouldn't? Well... We'll get to the uh, people they threw about, but I don't think any of them are as perfect a choice as um, Pacino. Maybe Nicholson. I could see Nicholson, but Nicholson's yeah. done the devil. He did Witches of Eastwick. Yeah. So maybe that was why they didn't go to him. I mean, cast him again. He's a great devil. I think Morgan Freeman would have been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to have, yeah. Not the Trojan army, just little old me. <laughs> I'm the hand, not Mona Lisa's skirt, Andy. <laughs> First time I saw Kevin Lomax, I thought a stiff wind could have blown him over. Kevin Lomax. Now, the final scene, though, wouldn't be just vanity, my favourite sin. It would be, I hope I see Kevin Lomax again. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Anything else? Uh, let's do the Oscar travesty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have got it ready. Um, I believe it was the English patient year. Um, no, pardon me, I was, I'm lying, I'm a liar. It was Titanic. Uh, it was uh, Titanic's year. So, yeah. oh, no chance, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you know, Titanic, as good as it gets, Full Monty, Goodwill Hunting, LA Confidential. That's a pretty solid five. That's a very, I mean, well, Goodwill, LA Confidential, the yeah. best director, that, oof. That's, that's unfortunate, because that's yeah. a great movie. Oh, Confidential is exceptional. Um, yeah. I think, all joking aside, I don't know if Devil's Advocate does get any nominations. I think we could, let's fit him into Best Supporting Actor. Let's give, let's give Pacino. Um, Burt Reynolds' Boogie Nights, incredible. Mm. Greg Kinnear, as good as it gets, very good. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins' Amistad, that's, that's, let's get rid of that. Let's do it. Let's he just does the same that. though, doesn't he, Anthony? He, he, uh, he, what? <laughs> He can never shake off his Welsh accent. He can never do it. He's always Welsh. I think there's a very, I don't know, famous example of when he <laughs> might have been able to, you know, just a few 
you know, I don't, they're quite famous films. I don't know if you know of them, but they, you know, they vaguely uh, have him losing his um, <laughs> bad take. Bad t- he loses his Welsh accent all the time. Anyway, uh, I don't know if Keanu gets a nom for Best Actor. I don't think he does at all. Best Screenplay, let's give it a nomination. <laughs> Wings of the Dove. What? That sounds <laughs> boring. Let's get rid of that and let's give Devil's Advocate nomination. <laughs> uh, yes, I don't know if um, if this is our biggest Oscar travesty anger period. <laughs> uh, but alas. Uh, Will's favourite building or set? It's his office. Mm. What, what a centrepiece. Did they, did, want... Is that a real building? The water, the infinity pools? I haven't looked it up. Yeah, this is your this is your thing. This is my this is segment. The thing you do. I've I've been busy. I've been designing buildings of my own. Recently. Of your own, yes. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh. oh, it's Sandra Gao on Twitter. Uh, was there on February the twenty fifth, twenty thirteen. Infinity Pool on the 57th floor had a little splash today. Hashtag, this is cool. It's real. See, this this should be like our pilgrimage. Like We should go and to the Devil's Advocate sets. <laughs> I, I was in New York twice, and I should, have, I should have hit up a few of them. I don't know what would be top of my hit list. Oh, come on, guys. Well, no, we were going to do Central Park. Um, we thought that'd be cool. No, no, I want to hit up the church where a completely <laughs> nude Charlize Theron got cut up and <laughs> has a mattress over her. Um, best soundtrack titles. I couldn't find the soundtrack. Very annoying. Oh. Best line. I mean, I've, I'm spent. I've thrown all the <laughs> mine out there. I think I've got one left. Uh, well, yeah, no, and the one I have left is everywhere. Um, <laughs> go on, Will, take take us away. Give us a few. Well, the problem is we share the same favourite lines uh, because they, they just are the best. Everywhere's great. Uh, vanity. Uh, call me dad. That's that's great. Um, I like better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. That's a good one. Um, Mona Lisa. Uh, the, the Trojan horse. It's it's great. The worst vice is advice. <laughs> <laughs> All the mystery of a border town. <laughs> Built is like a bag of bricks. All you got to do is set it down. Set it down. Any bazoon. Free will is a bitch. Free will, red. Right? <laughs> No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to that bit because that's, I think that's my change. Oh, very exciting. Oh! Well, let's do it now. We're out. What's the change? Are we? Oh, well, um, so Keanu Reeves kills himself at the end of the movie. Yes. Um, and becomes the angel Gabriel. What's, what's, your, what's your change? <laughs> he shouldn't wake back up at that beginning court scene and walk off. He should just... Just stay dead, and that's and that's, that's the, the end of the movie. 
My, but I mean, the, similar. I do have the change of, does it, it all have to be a dream? However... Yeah. It works because then we get Pacino at the end. Finally. Yeah. That's the only exception <laughs> also, I'll give it. I like Shall. I don't want Shalise to be dead. I like, I like Shalise. <laughs> yeah, that is sad. Yeah, I, 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 it's the, one of the, it's, it's one of, apart from Wizard of Oz, the, and um, the Twilight Zone episode, Walking um, Midnight Sun. Have you seen that? No. I'll ruin it. So basically, they're, <laughs> they're getting closer and closer to the sun. Earth has been knocked out of its rotation. And so basically, everybody's just like coming to terms that they're going to die and that they're either going to pass out or burn or eventually, you know, just the sun will consume the earth. Uh, not that anybody would be able to survive um, that actual final uh, thing. But, yeah. and then she wakes up and it's all been a dream. But in actuality, earth's been knocked out and it's going further away and they're all going to freeze to death. It's a nice little twist. It's good. But it's one of the, those three um, are the only ones where it's all a dream works. Wizard of Oz, Twilight Zone, and The Devil's Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> where Keanu realises that maybe he shouldn't defend this pedophile who, in another life, will murder, <laughs> will move to murder. I'd like to throw in another movie where I think it gets away with the fact it was all a dream. Is it going to be Click? It, it is Click. Oh my God. <laughs> Click and Proof just... of Life, two films that hopefully we never do. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the twist? What what he never had that but he never had the controller. Uh, so at the beginning of the movie, he goes to Bed Bath and Beyond, and he uh, he's like he's really tired, and Adam Sandler's doing his bed, bed, bath, bed. Um, that's Al Pacino. It's great. Um, what is this movie? It's great. And then he, he jumps onto a mattress and then he, he rolls over to look at the door that says beyond. So from that point, he, he fell asleep on the mattress and Christopher Walken wasn't real and all, all of it happens. But then the twist is he wakes up at the end after dying um, because of all the bad choices he made. Wakes up, he's like, yeah, I'm free. Runs home, wakes up all his kids, tells them, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then on, on, on the kitchen like table. Just like it's a wonderful life. <laughs> But, but not as <laughs> no. uh, He gets back, and then the remote is on the table with a card from Christopher Walken saying, make the right choice this time. And he chucks it in the bin. So was it a dream, was it not? That's a, it's a great movie. So Watch basically, Click. what you're trying to say is Inception stole the ending of Click. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Inception's never been one I've come to go back to. It, I think it. I. It's a great movie, but it just. I don't think it's aged well. Yeah. It's um. It isn't. When we're talking Nolan's, I love Memento. I love. I love Memento. I really like Insomnia. Back to Pacino. You know, you're as you're as complicated to me as a black tile that is to a fucking plumber. Um, and Robin Williams is very good in that. Um. Obviously, the Batman trilogy. I love all three. Yeah. I'd really like Rises. I know that Rises got a bit of shit um, at the time. Uh, yeah, no, I love those Batmans. Interstellar, I can give or take. Um, what am I missing? Prestige. Oh, oh Prestige. Love is, Prestige. Prestige is my favourite Nolan. 
Prestige took with a few watches mm. to come around on because the ending is borderline absurd. But it's it's a bit like Magnolia. I don't want to ruin Magnolia because we will get to it. But it's one of those things where 95% of this film is some of the best film I've ever seen. Yeah. So you got Michael Caine going, the first part of the magic trick is I she was only to, 16 years old. <laughs> I need to <laughs> lie to myself. Well, not lie to myself. I need to convince myself that the last 5% is does not sour the rest of this film. And in and I I I I, I do believe that um, I think the last part of the film is fine because yeah. it's just really sad. And it's it's, yeah. it's that's why Chapman's um, great. Death, Oh, he's always oh, phenomenal. I love oh. great. Any and last David. Abracadabra. <laughs> David. Yeah, David Bowie is Nikola yeah. Tesla. Yes, Nikola Tesla. With all of his hats. Andy Serkis. Yes. Scarlet. It's a great, it's a Rebecca great Rebecca Hall does a good, Rebecca Hall does a good turn. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's a quiz question. In which film would you find Scarlett Johansson and Rebecca Hall? Is it is it one that you've got the DVD up now? Yeah, I'm just getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell you. Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. Woody. Oh yeah, you haven't seen her Woody films. I don't. I don't. Oh, I, yeah. Baffling. <laughs> Completely baffling. I think it's after, is it after Meryl Month? Meryl Mania? Not Meryl Mania Month, pardon me. Um, yeah, what's the change? Have you got any other changes? Lose a couple of scenes. Whoa, um, like what? Go on, <laughs> like what? Uh, <laughs> the, end, the ending. No. Uh, the subway, when they go down into the subway. No, the, well, the Mexican, where he's like, you're a bit of the, your wife. <laughs> your wife is at home and your favourite green bread spread. <laughs> you would cut that? Yeah. No, because that for me is that like, oh, he's a good devil. Como? What the fuck you know? Sande me vista y pongo ese cuchillo donde merece. You still got time. There's a train coming the uh, other way. You'll just catch it. You'll thank me in the morning. Well, you're right, man. Oh, I'm right. You'll see. Invigorating. <laughs> what did you say to him? I told him that if he didn't leave us alone, you were going to kick his ass from he, here to the Calvin. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's a nice devil. <laughs> but he's like, I am the devil, and I want people to kill people. Yeah. But, like, yeah, no, go on. I'm a I'm fan right. of man. 
Uh, any other changes? Um, I would say um, his accent, because it's it's very very poor. He, he doesn't have a great great look with accents in movies, does he? Great hard beast, a big pig monster. <laughs> the first time I met Dr Dracula. Bloody wolves. <laughs> um, still really like Bram Stoker. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, I want the mother. I want the mother to get a big. This is a movie filled with monologues. I want the mother, the zealous religious mother, to get like a big crazy, crazy monologue. We get close, but she needs to be like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write it for her. We'll remake this. Uh, the green screen on the balcony, terrible. A lot of the CGI. Yeah. That's the Disney Plus. They can redo all the CGI <laughs> and put Devil's Advocate on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, no. To be honest, the when the stone feature wall in his office comes to life, it's a bit naff. Yeah, and Al Pacino rips all of his burning clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's death. I like it when he's getting beat by the tramps, but when the joggers go invisible and I, I mm, can cut that. Well, no, change it. Don't cut it. Don't cut anything. It's perfect. Um, Tom's book corner. Uh, there's a part of me. What's left from Will's notes? Um, just a big list. Of, if you want me to quote the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, throw, <laughs> throw, throw a few. Throw a few in. Uh, I, I'm, all, I'm all right. What's left from Tom's notes? Here we go. Keanu can't wink. Is this a... Is this a... Are we in... We're in Tom's corner? We're in, no, we're in Tom's notes. <laughs> Keanu can't wink. When he's like... Um, when the guy who turns out to be Al Pacino goes... And then yeah. Keanu tries to wink back. Doesn't work. Oh, I um, missed that. Like pornographic in that disco where Keanu is biting her ass and like, I mean I you know you kiss maybe but there's 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 a bit of what's it called D what's it called D, not DFS what's it called CMI no public displays of affection P, oh, P, right. PDF there's PDF <laughs> And then there's groping your wife, your fiance. Yeah. Oh no, their I wife. Sorry, sorry. A lot of versions, like another German version, they've removed a lot of the, the sex scenes and a lot of the violence. Why? Like, they they completely cut uh, Marianne's suicide, the scene, and they just mention it off off camera. The Germans. Why is Keanu racist? when the black guy comes to him and he's like, oh yeah, the black thing was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Keanu is immediately attracted to the redhead. Just mm, by seeing yeah. her do Italian, he's like, oh, and she has to pull the blind down. Also, why does she pull the blind down? Surely she, knows, get... every, surely she knows everything. Why isn't she like, Maybe she's trying to get it on. Oh, playing hard to get. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh... 
gesture. Uh, best jogging in New York. Is this a new a new segment? No. <laughs> they say that that's one of the perks of the house. Surely any house. Has, are they? I. Surely. Are watching? Go on. Jogging in New York is a bad idea. Um, well, we were, we were watching Along Came Polly yesterday, mm-hmm. and the first thing, the, the big dramatic ending is is uh, Ben Stiller running. Um, and, and Becky said to me, saying, you shouldn't run in New York. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. Um, Why? <laughs> is, Why? This, is this going from a bad experience? Um, no. But then, I, su- I suppose... Um, Harry does it. Yeah, Harry and... Je- yeah. yeah. And their power walking slash jogging, talking about the turn they had sex. Yeah. Not them two. Um, <laughs> Harry and Sally. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, yeah, no. Oh, what, a, what a run. Best run. Second best... Mm, second best to Sheila McLean in the apartment. Ooh, what's a better run? That'll have to come on the apartment episode. Um... David Mamet, did Pacino think this is this this is my new Glengarry Glen Ross? This is because you look at some of those Glengarry Glen Ross monologues, and obviously this we're talking about one of the best plays ever written, and then we're talking about the Devil's Advocate. Oh no, absolutely! A lot of these monologues are very Glengarry, like the Trojan Horse one, especially <laughs> that is that could be taken the straight from of um, the Cafe Ole. Cafe Ole. My balls feel like concrete. My balls. <laughs> you ever eat a meal? That used to be my. That used to be my monologue. I can't remember it. Um. Oh oh oh! Patel. Ravadum Patel. Well, how am I gonna make a living on these deadbeats? Where'd you get this from? A morgue? Look, I'm. Oh, gonna... Come on. What's the point? What's the fucking point? In any case, I gotta argue with you. I gotta knock heads with the cops. I'm busting my balls, sell your dirt to deadbeats. Money in the mattress. Right? I come back, you can't even keep the contract safe. I gotta go out and call. Fuck this shit. I'm gonna go out and reclose last week's stuff. No, no, no. The word from Murray's. Uh, leave him alone. He needs a new cig, he'll go out himself. Murray's gonna go out? Yeah, he'll be the president of the company. Just come in from out of town, all right? Okay, okay, okay. Give me the shit. Like for auditions. Mm. Like I used to. You ever take a shit, mate? You feel like you've been oh. asleep for 24 hours. <laughs> Look, uh, he, he starts it. It's not the orgasm. It's, it's a, oh, it's a something on your cheek. I don't know. I, I'm ashamed. I did this monologue too. I've got it somewhere. <laughs> I've got it. I mean, I'm not going to get it. Um, Big toe. Mm. <laughs> That's enough said there. Um, this is our second out of body night slip scene. We get Michelle mm. Pfeiffer in doing it yeah. as beneath. Yeah. Which is better? Scene or film? Scene. Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Because yeah. this is like she's. Got a baby who's got ovaries. It's not fun to rewatch. 
Uh, good funeral style. Everybody at Eddie Barzoon's funeral looks great. <laughs> and they've all, <laughs> all of the wives are like, oh, this is, this is the time to get something in black. Uh, Cullen's stepdaughter, when he's stroking her back, is that just him imagining it? Imagining Getty's? Or is the insinuation that he is also having it off with his stepdaughter? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe it's mirroring the facts that Piccino um, with Marianne, but... No, because that's not at the funeral. No. That's during the Cullen case. Um, so So, the mother went to New York and she met this waiter, who just so happened to be the devil. Why was the devil a waiter? Um, because he probably targeted this, this one. This is, this is who he wanted. And so he tried to make himself pop up in, in her timeline and seduce her. Probably, he probably handpicked her first and then went after her. That's what the devil does. <laughs> that old devil. <laughs> Few fun facts. Here we go. Okay. So it's based on a book by Andrew Niederman. Um, Andrew Niederman has apparently written the libretto for a musical stage adaptation of The Devil's Advocate. So... Did they, have they, they haven't got a score though, have they? This is the problem. <laughs> well, and no, that's, where, that's where we come in. This is, the pro, this is the thing. Apparently, it's all been done. A musical play based on The Devil's Advocate opened on the West End Theatre in 2014 with music by David Yazbek and lyrics by Andrew Niederman. And then I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find a song, I couldn't find a review, I couldn't find a single thing. It's called Legally Blonde. <laughs> I, um, no, I would love that to be a Devil's that, Advocate that musical. Be good. That would be good. I made the Apuccino part baritone, so I can play. <laughs> um, Andrew Niederman uh, wrote The Devil's Advocate as a novel, and it was published in 1990. It was him that approached Warner Brothers saying it would be a good film. It wasn't the other way around. <laughs> uh, various screenplay adaptations of The Devil's Advocate had been pitched, uh, originally with Joel Schumacher planned to direct it, which would have been interesting. One of your favourites, Falling Down. Yeah. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, uh, Lost Boys. Planned to direct it with Brad Pitt as the young lawyer. Um, the O.J. Simpson murder trial. <laughs> and its controversial outcome uh, gave new impetus into the project and offered it a 60 million budget. Warner Brothers hired Taylor Hackford to direct this new attempt. The director embraced the legal drama aspect, theorizing that the courtroom has become the gladiator arena of the late 20th century. Uh, Tony Gilroy led much of the rewrite. Free will became a theme. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, adaptations. Uh, in 2014, Andrew Niederman wrote a prequel novel called Judgment Day, 
about John Milton arriving in New York City and obtaining control of a major law film. Law firm. Needham again brought the book to Warner Brothers for a television series adaptation, and it was unsuccessfully attempted to uh, adapt it into a series in 2014, um, and they did write the pilot. Why not? Now that we've got Irish. The Irishman. Irishman technology. Why don't we just make it Pacino again? <laughs> <laughs> Originally, the film was a more visual effects orientated blockbuster type movie and was turned down by Al Pacino five times. But when Taylor Hatford went through a few script rewrites with Pacino, he offered it to Pacino again. Pacino liked it, but didn't think he could portray Milton properly and suggested Robert Redford or Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery. Oh, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Dallies thought long and hard about appearing nude in the film, having turned down showgirls for precisely that reason. So she, she, she made the right choice. In order to prepare for her role, Shelley Theron spent an hour a day over three months in New York City with a psychotherapist to practice schizophrenia. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there is a deleted scene where Marianne is looking for Keanu at Eddie Barzoon's party and someone redirects her to a library. She is shocked to find three people engaged in a threesome and leaves them then to invite her to join the party. The scene didn't make the final cut, but seeing the level of debauchery in Milton's company may explain Marianne's increasing suspicion of Kevin's infidelity in the remainder of the movie. Yeah, put it, put it back in. Kevin Spacey was considered for the role of John Milton. I can see that. That'd be good. <laughs> I can see that. Maybe that, that can be the comeback vehicle. Remake this. Oh, that, that can be his Tropic Thunder. Yes. <laughs> uh, Richard Gere was considered for the role of John Milton. I can see it. It would be a different take. It wouldn't have the intensity, but it'd be like the suave, soft spoken devil. According to uh, this, John Milton is heard and shown speaking several different languages to show that Satan, like evil, knows no boundaries. It's a bit of a jump. In the book, Kevin's last name is Taylor, but in the movie, it's Lomax. Also in wow. the book, Kevin and John Milton aren't father and son, but in the film, they are. I like, I like him being the devil's son. Call me dad. Um, which leads me on to, to, which leads us on to Tom's big question. Is this one of the best dad and son movies? Have, have they got some, some things to choose from? I didn't think of any. I mean, there's obviously Field of Dreams. Um, Field of Dreams should, is like, should be one of the worst movies ever made. And it's, it astounds me every time I watch it that it's not complete trash. Um... Here's a question, Will. What is your favourite sin? <laughs> um, it's vanity. <laughs> is it vanity? And this uh, is a no. serious question. 
Is this seriously? What's my favorite sin? I don't want to. I I don't want to say on YouTube that I've I've sinned in my life. <laughs> but gluttony is fun because I gluttony do enjoy. Is good. I do enjoy a nice meal every now and again. Yeah, all of the sins are good. Not wrath. Gluttony. Gluttony is good, obviously. Is, Lust is good, is obviously. Pride's one, or is it? Pride is pride is pride. one. Yeah. I like pride. Pride is like the nicest one. It's the nice one. It, well, no, it should be vanity. That's what he... Th this is the thing. Pride is vanity, isn't it? So it should uh, be pride. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I remember I, one of my favourite games to play online when I was a child Sparkle. was this... No, not... No. Um, it was this game called The Seven Deadly Sins. And it was this... Um, uh, simulation game and the idea was you get one day and you need to commit on oh, no. it you get 10 days or seven days you get a set amount of days um, and you need to commit all seven deadly sins within that time period so the stuff like you go into a bar or all sorts of things and you see how quickly you can commit the seven deadly sins it's a great game for a young seven-year-old boy to play This is, this is terrifying. <laughs> uh, synopsis of a sequel. Yeah, make one. Uh, new who who? Keith Pacino. Yeah. Who is the new person that is trying to make the devil's advocate? Oof. Uh, Guy Pierce. You're casting Guy Pierce as the young guy who... <laughs> yeah, Robert De Niro as uh, Kevin Lomax. Well, that's a movie. Um, I... Yeah. Uh, Dan Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, yeah. Get out. I, I can say that. That would be a, a good casting. Uh, but if we were to swap out... Uh, Pacino, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Nick Cage as a... Oh, that'd be fun. That would be great. Yeah, okay. Nick Cage and Guy Pearce. <laughs> Guy Pearce might be older than Nick Cage. <laughs> no, well, stick Daniel Kaluuya in there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, Daniel... And now it's a part... Now it's a firm. Now it's a partners. And it's Nicolas Cage oh. and Guy Pearce. And then there's the we don't there's the get the big guy who we don't who we don't meet throughout the whole movie, and then the final twenty minutes again is just Pacino. <laughs> Call me dad. I'm not your son. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just keeps saying the same thing. That's because he's aging so much. He's now he's senile. Deteriorating. <laughs> Call me dad. Everyone he meets. Senile de Senile <laughs> devil. That's the name. That's the name of the movie. That, oh, yep. you senile devil, you. That's a <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like an Andrew Lloyd Webber concept album. Oof, probably. Stephen Ward. Um, closing line, Hall of Fame. I mean, we've said it 20 times already. Vanity. Definitely my favourite sin. <laughs> I also want to mention the sort of the transformation from the reporter into into Pacino. Looks great. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's the best visual effects in that movie. Yeah. The, the rest of them are quite dicky at points. Yeah. But that, 
still looks I, great to this day. It, yeah. And you never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and that's just the impression of Keanu trying to win. <laughs> yeah, trying to win. <laughs> Oh, Keanu. Ow. Ow. Have you got any last thoughts, Will, on this modern-day masterpiece? I might rewatch it again tonight, <laughs> having, having watched it last night and this morning. <laughs> You've done it three times? Oh, wait, no. In halves? Yeah, yeah. I, I watched half of it last night, and the big Pacino... You want to be, you want to be fresh-faced for that. You I do. Be. I do. Oh, wow. What a man. What a film. Will, it's been a pleasure. It has. Uh, next up, it's time to meet Dr. Lecter for Double Bill, Sans Lambs, and Hannibal. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting. EMT. Oh, that's Thanks a good point. Yeah, yeah. shall we have some? Shall we have a, a tipple? Or well, recording <laughs> on a Saturday. Oh. Well, I'm just thinking Saturday at three obviously makes more sense than Monday at 12. <laughs> Monday morning at 12 in the, cl in the clock. That's what people say. Have you been drinking already? Oh, I love it. I love booze. <laughs> I love liquor. I love liquor. <laughs>